Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 135 in Edmonton. we got a lot to get to. Uh, we'll tell you this, that uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For many and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Uh, we got about four segments to get to, and then next 26 minutes of the show. Henry asked about the Reinhardt trade, and I brought this up before. My initial belief was that, uh, you know, Pete Shirelli had come in uh, new as the general manager. Uh, Bob Green had replaced Stu McGregor, who was fired on June 20th as head scout, and... Um, you know, I believe that there was some input from some of the guys connected with the Edmonton Oil Kings on going and grabbing Griffin Reinhardt. Subsequent to that, I've probably spoken to six to nine different people at the table. And uh, Shirelli wanted to do something. He wanted to get active. And even Bob Green stated after the draft he hadn't actually seen Griffin Reinhardt play in the last calendar year. So I think that the suggestion that that one was, you know, pushed on Shirelli and later getting to know Peter's personality a bit... Uh, I might debate that a little. But the Taylor Hall trade, conversely, a lot of people say, well, didn't you see the behind the B where they talked about trading Taylor, Tyler Sagan? Of course, it was all Shirelli that traded Taylor Hall. And on that one, I would suggest that some of the negativity that uh, surrounded how Hall was viewed internally existed long before Peter Shirelli got here. And so I don't 100% for a second believe that that was solely you don't trade a player of that caliber um, without input from a multitude of sources. So for Henry, who was sort of going down a path, I mean, I think Peter has to be responsible for a lot of things that happened here. He had a lot of autonomy. There's some stuff that didn't happen that had they happened might have made some sense as well. Uh, but yeah, let's just say that that's what happens when organizations don't win. Everything gets uh, reevaluated very quickly. I want to get to a text from the Chiseler, a voice from the past. He says, Bob, I'm far from perfect. You and I definitely need to have a conversations on a few things. There is a, uh, a chasm that has existed bef- between us for a number of years. 
Believe what you want to believe, Bob. Old school tactics definitely don't work today. Bob, I hate soccer. I loved Kruger. Dallas Aikens won't be getting the job in Anaheim, Bob. I just wanted to establish that from my perspective, says the Chisler. And weren't you considered a physical specimen in the 1980s, like in 86, 87? Just a thought out. That comes to us from a voice from the past, the Chisler, who may or may not have been my roommate in 1986, 87 in a different world, in a place far away. The Desert Fashion Place Plaza, back in the day. All right, Doug gets the last call. Uh, Doug, uh, make it count here. What do you got for us? Make it quick, Bob. I personally don't care, old boys club, whatever you want to call it. I don't care who the new GM is. If it's Keith Gretzky, uh, great, as long as he can do the job. If he can't do the job, well, that's besides the point. You talked about Bill Guerin. Again, another ex-oiler. I don't care if he's an ex-oiler. If he were to be our new GM, as long as he does the job. It's and about results, win. isn't it? It's about the they got to win next year, don't That's they? all that matters. And it's going to be a tough year, Bob. The cap, the whole night, you, you've stated it's going to be a process. <laughs> Whether we hate that word or not, it is. It is. Yeah. The cap and everything we got going on. So, Bill Guerin, let's just say he comes in. What's your thoughts? Is he bringing his friend Doug Waite as a coach? No. Okay. That's fine. We'll leave it at one loan. Last point. Uh, Pooley Arby. Yes, I know you and I have touched briefly on this in the past. In the offseason, the player's on his own, more or less, and he yeah. does what he does. And I get that. He can't, he can't babysit a kid all year long or any player all year long. But, you know, besides his physical side, getting back to shape, getting the hips going, uh, improving his shot, whatever, whatever, what can be done in the offseason to help? I want the owners to do whatever they can to make this guy succeed next year. Yeah, and i, I got to tell you, like, the agent plays a factor in this as well. Marcus Leto, there were reports out of Finland a couple days ago that Carpat wanted him back. I stated yesterday on the show, Doug, one of three things happens. Either Paul Yarby is back with the Oilers, or, secondly, he remains Oilers' property and he plays in, Cor- in Carpat, or, thirdly, uh, he gets moved. And I do believe the agent will play a factor in what ultimately happens with the S employee RV. I okay? guess with the offseason, Bob, the point I'm getting at, what can they do in the offseason to make him improve to, to play the game the right way? He's got physical tools. There's no yeah. doubt about it. He's There's something that's been lost in translation from the get-go of this relationship. Yep. And, uh, you know... Uh, I always apply the 75-25 rule, 75% on the player, 25% on the situation, the organization, those sort of things. I've had somebody say to me, no, it's 85-15, you're wrong. Um, I, I, I'm starting to become concerned about the Paul Yarby situation just because, you, you know, I mean, you could have had Matthew Kachuk. You, you could have had Mikhail Sergachev. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, he, he's had a lack of traction. I thought he was going the right direction for about 20 games last season, like in the 2017-18 season. He had a tough year here, and i got to be honest with you, I don't know where it's going right now at the SF Paul Yarby. I don't, and the agent plays a factor. Okay? You, you All right. Bet. Thanks, Doug. All right, uh, we have a bunch of segments to get to. Dave, are you ready to roll? Ready to roll. Let's head to... Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Let's have the good times rolling. To the Direct Workwear Audio Vault for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. DirectWorkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Three games last night. The Maple Leafs take game one over Boston 4-1. one nothing lead in the series. Mitch Marner scored twice. His second on a penalty shot in the second. The legendary Joe Bowen with the call. So there will not be a goal under review. 
And here's Mitch Marner going from left to right. Right-handed shot. Gathers some speed and collects the puck and moves to the left-wing side of the blue line. Cuts to the middle. Deeks shoots and scores! He took Rask down and his jockstrap is in the corner of the rink. Well, that's a very animated call. <laughs> that is what happened on that goal. Calgary Flames, meanwhile, beat the Colorado Avalanche 4-0. They're up 1-0 in their series. Matthew Kachuk scored twice. His first coming on the power play as called by Derek Wills of Sportsman 960. Derek's a terrific guy down in Calgary. Lindholm across the blue line. Giordano a shot. They score! Mark Giordano took the shot. And Matthew Kachuk tipped the puck past Philip Grubauer. Power play goal makes it 2 nothing Flames. Meanwhile, the reigning Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals open up the defense of their Stanley Cup championship with a uh, win in game number one over the Carolina Hurricanes. Capitals built up a 3-0 lead in the first period. Alexander Ovechkin. Here's John Walton with the call from the Capitals radio network. On the rebound now to the front of the net. Backstrom looks for it. And it comes off Morazic within a whisker of goal number three of the period for Backstrom. To the blue line, Carlson, a drive, rebound, loose in front, they score! Alex Ovechkin on the rebound! 3-0 oh, Washington! That's uh, some of the sound from around the NHL last night. All right, when we come back. No, let's get to it. You ready to go with NHL today? Dave, you, you fueled up, you jacked I up. I have the got... script. It's been sitting on the back burner for a while. Just uh, for our friends, marinating. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, here's Dave Campbell with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Thank you, Bob. Four games in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. All game two, St. Louis Blues in Winnipeg to play the Jets. The Blues up one game to nothing in that series. Blues goaltender Jordan Binnington. Good, very good. In game one, May 24 saves. Game two in San Jose. Sharks looking to go up 2 0 on the Vegas Golden Knights. Whoa, Mark uh, Mark Andre Fleury, man, he's uh, he came back from a nine-game absence from a back injury, but he's given up at least four goals in uh, three straight games. The Knights recorded just five shots in the first two periods. The Sharks, by the way, they're 33 and 0 when holding opponents to two goals or less this season. The Blue Jackets, they'll try and go up 2-0 and shock the Tampa Bay Lightning in their first round series. The Jackets going back to the regular season. They won eight of their last nine games, and the New York Islanders hosted the Pittsburgh Penguins. Islanders lead the series one game to nothing. Game one saw the game tied on three occasions. Nine penalties were handed out. Lots of pushing and shoving. Extracurricular activity in this in this uh, game in this series so far. Bakersfield Condors will host the Ontario Reign tomorrow in the in uh, American Hockey League action. The Oil Kings they're waiting for an opponent. They'll face either the Prince Albert Raiders or the Saskatoon Blades in the WHL's Eastern Conference Final. That series is tied at two. I believe Game Five is tonight in PA. Game One of the AJHL Final between the Brooks Bandits and the Spruce Grove Saints goes tonight in Brooks. And Canada will take on Finland in tomorrow's semifinal at the Women's World Hockey Championships in Finland. Defending champion United States will play Russia in the other semi. Newsflash, uh, breaking news, Canada will play the U.S. like they always do. Don't they always? Well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get to some text on our Heartland uh, Ford text line. Topher says, Bob, pool party is as good as gone. And, Bob, that ain't such a bad thing. From Topher out of Red Deer. Topher, who's not an Oilers fan, what I said was one of three scenarios is going to happen. Either pool party, uh, Jessa Pugliarvi is back with the Edmonton Oilers. 
or two, he ends up in Carpat, or three, he ends up getting moved. Again, you can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now, email us, OilersNow at 630chat.com. Craig says, Bob, if we lose Yessi, what a huge wasted opportunity that will be. And another text comes in. Where did it go? Uh... Bob, the Oilers missed the boat by not having somebody finish work with Yessi out of the gate. Uh, you know what? I, I do think that philosophically there maybe needed to be a different approach with Paul Yarvey right from day one. Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's no, I'll give you an example. I had somebody say to me on the Oilers scouting staff, Mr. Tim McGregor, he said to me when the Oilers drafted Neil Yakupov that Ralph Kruger was the right coach to work with Neil Yakupov. Yakupov's most successful season in the NHL was with Ralph Kruger. Four games in on the next year. Craig McTavish empowered Dallas Aikens to make changes, and he scratched nail Yakupov on national TV in Toronto. For, and it started derailing things. Now, Yakupov has not been able to play his way. It's not like, like in the case of Justin Schultz, he excelled with other with the Pittsburgh Penguins and won two Stanley Cups. Jeff Petrie turned out to be a hell of a defenseman. Devin Dubnik. Good goaltender. Eric Gustafson, good defenseman with Chicago. Here the Oilers are challenged to have offense from defense, and there's three guys there that can get the job done for other organizations. So whoever was involved in the decision-making process for those, and we know the timeline that occurred, right? End of the day, I mean, Shirelli traded Schultz, uh, McTavish traded Petrie, and McTavish's staff elected not to re-sign Gustafson. They weren't sure what he was at that stage. And the Oilers have to look in the mirror on that and say, all right, what happened? Like, right? But those guys went to the next level. In Yakupov's case, he didn't go to the next level when he left Edmonton. Paul Yarvey, I don't know what's going to happen with Jesse. But the agent also plays a factor in this as well. Take it for what it's worth. You don't have to agree with me. I get it. It's all good. Um this text comes in out of Red Deer. Hey, Bob, what's the point of texting in when you don't answer the question? <laughs> okay. We get 600 texts in two hours on average. Okay? Just just so you're aware of that. Don't be offended if I don't get to all your texts. Uh, what do you think about getting a new goaltender coach? No comment. Thanks. That's he's saying I haven't commented on that. I haven't addressed it. Dustin Schwartz is the goalie coach. I think there were some strides made with Talbot early in his tenure in Edmonton. And I think there were some strides made with Koskinen. I believe that Dustin Schwartz and Jeremy Kupal, who is the video coach, are fairly safe with the Oilers organization. But it might depend on who ends up becoming the head coach. Because sometimes head coaches have their guys. So that's my interpretation. Um, I think Dustin's seen as, I know the Western Hockey League thinks very highly of Dustin Schwartz. That's, you know, Dustin and me over the years haven't agreed on everything. But he's got a pretty good reputation in the goaltender fraternity. 148 in Edmonton. Uh, so we've done NHL today for elite promotional marketing. We've got to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct work where when we come back this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers. And you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffert on 630 Ched. All right, let's get to some uh, text. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630 out of Red Deer, Alberta. This text comes in on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, what would it take uh, for the Oilers to get Miles Wood out of New Jersey? Effective player with reasonable contract who's coming off a down year. That guy in Red Deer knows players. Because 
Miles Wood is a player that's got a higher offensive ceiling. He's fast and he's aggressive. But he's also from Boston College. And the New Jersey guys love anybody from Boston. Uh, you know what? Edmonton, when they had Shirelli working with McTavish, there was a heavy Boston influence with that group as well. Um, but I, I personally, I'd love to get Miles Wood. Um, I don't see Edmonton getting him. He's a, to me, he's a third line left wing that can fly and plays with edge and probably at some point is going to have an 18 to 22 goal season. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Another Steve, this one out of uh, Red Deer as well, says Bob Creighton, uh, Peyton Krebs had very similar numbers to Kirby Dock and Dylan Cousins on a very weak Kootenai team this season. I think it would be a mistake passing a kid with the eighth overall selection. Thanks from Steve from Red Deer. Steve, uh, tell me this uh, regarding Peyton Krebs. Captain of Canada at the upcoming U18 is going to be an important goal for him. I believe both Doc and Cousins will be gone. I had this extended conversation with somebody yesterday. I think they'll both be gone at uh, number eight, and I would have Krebs in consideration with the number eight overall pick. So there you go. We have somebody who's having a real bad day here. Like this guy has texted the show. Um, he hasn't had one positive comment out of about 15 texts. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to put his text uh, number forward and uh, make sure that he's uh, not a uh, a public employee. How's that? That sound good? On our taxpayer dollars. You know who you are. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at orders now. Sure hope you're not a, like a teacher or something. Should be focused on school. But thanks for listening. Thanks for all your positive energy on today's show. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Ask about their destination wedding packages and corporate employee reward trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. What do you got, Dave? On this day in 1984, the Oilers outshoot the Flames 54-29. They cruise to a 5-2 win to open up the Smythe Division Final. Wayne Gretzky, two goals and one assist. That was uh, Paul Reinhardt was unbelievable in those two series in 83-84. Like, he was stellar, 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 stellar for the Calgary Flames back in the day. And, of course, they took the Oilers to seven games in 1984. People forget that. Yep. The Flames made me nervous every time. Did they? Oh, yeah. Well, they only... The, they, know, it's funny because they played the Jets a couple times in the first round. They lost and, to the Jets in 85. Was it 85 and 80... No, 80... Yeah, 85 and 87, they lost to the Jets. No. Yes. The Flames? Yes. Oh, the Flames, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, But whenever the Oilers would run up against the Jets, with the exception of 1990, it it wasn't really... uh, It wasn't close. It wasn't close. And the Jets were a good hockey team in the 80s. The the 1990 series was... The one year they broke Dale Howarchuk's ribs, right? Yes. Was it McCown cross-checked Howarchuk and busted his ribs? Yes. Jets fans... Like, the one year Winnipeg... I think came in fifth in the entire league. Yes. It's kind of like this year where Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto were three of the top five teams right. in the NHL. A special thanks to all of you who texted. I couldn't get to all the texts today. Don't take it personally. Uh, <laughs> oh, Fizzler, you are very, very funny. Uh Oh, here's a text. Just Oilers GM says, hey, Bob, what about Chris Russell for Colin Miller? But I want a sweetener from Vegas because Miller's got five years left on his contract, maybe uh, third or fourth uh, round pick, and because obviously Russell's only got a couple years. I don't see that happening. Uh, Miller is, is a right shot. He can move the puck a bit. He had a good offensive year last year. I have no idea why they're not playing him. I do not 
get to me, he's a guy that should be playing every night. What does the mega talented Reed Wilkins have on Inside Sports tonight? Big show. I'll tell you that was a fun show yesterday, Alan Lacombe for the Allen Cup. That was, oh yeah, that was really good. Good. So today we're going to talk with former Oiler, former NHL player Jimmy Carson. Really? Who before Leon Dreisaitl? Yeah. Um, Forty-nine goals. Yeah, he was. He had the second most goals since you know Craig Simpson's fifty-six. But now, yeah, he has the third most goals since uh, Craig Simpson's fifty-six goals in eighty-seven, eighty-eight. So we'll talk with Jimmy Carson, see what he's up to. We'll head to Winnipeg. Uh, Christian Amell from CJOB Sports in Winnipeg uh, set up Jets Blues game number two. This is going to be a tough, long series, but the Jets got to win tonight for it to be a tough, long series. It'll still be a tough series but they got to do something to make it a long series. Uh, FC Edmonton, the uh, soccer club, they're in the Dominican Republic in advance of their season. Uh, so we'll talk with uh, Jeff Paulus, who's the head coach, and okay. find out how things are going down in the in the, uh, in the the old DR there. So, okay. And uh, what else we got there? You know what really sucks, Dave, is that What's the that? Champions League games are no longer on TV. They're on the whatever that... What is the it? Zone. Oh, man. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's like like a couple of days ago, Barcelona played Manchester United. That game should be available over the air. Yes, no, I agree with you. D- I agree. The zone not working for me. All right, so inside oh, sports. Also, Patrick Cassidy, uh, who runs the uh, Edmonton Prospects baseball team, okay. and some interesting news about. Of course, they wanted the long term lease. Yep. They want a twenty five year lease to run Remax Field to do a bunch of renovations. The city yeah. said no. I don't think so. How about a 10-year lease and we bring in another baseball team so you could share it and be a Class A affiliated ball uh, ball team? And that did not sit well with I know Mr. nothing Cassidy. about this. So yeah, there we so. go. Good to know. All right, that's coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Dave, thank you very much for pinch hitting over the last three weeks. It's great, or last three days. It was great having you around. My pleasure. We'll talk to you in the football season for sure. There and we before go. then. Yes, and probably before that. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen and I have a terrific weekend, everybody. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.